Welcome to WDW for Families, the original family-friendly trip planning podcast, helping you plan your Disney vacation for over five years. All right, welcome to WDW for Families, and welcome to a very, hopefully nutritious, podcast as we talk about some of the places we can eat at our favorite place in the world. Yes, Walt Disney World. We're here with Kevin all the way from Texas. Howdy. Oh, you even went howdy on us. And Randy, all the way in Tennessee. Randy, say hello to the people. Um, I'm saying hello. All right. I think you thought I was going to ask you how you were doing. Um, all right. We are missing the ladies, but there is a rumor that one, one or more of the ladies could come in at any time during this podcast. Uh, Charity and Stephanie said they could come in later, possibly. So we may have the ladies. It may be just a guy's night. And we're going to cover places to take your kids to eat at Walt Disney World. We've broken it down into three categories. Now, these three categories are somewhat um, difficult to do because there are a lot of things that are still in flux at Disney World right now. So as we record this, a week after Thanksgiving or five days after Thanksgiving, we, we have no idea what's going to be closing and what's going to be opening in the next 20 days. So make sure when you listen to this podcast and if you take our advice, which Randy would say you should, uh, you take Always. our advice, then you, uh, then you need to make sure, go online and make sure that these places are open and that they haven't opened any other alternatives that we talk about today. Because it seems like things are finally getting back to normal at Disney. Randy, did you want to interject something here? Well, I'm just thinking we just had Thanksgiving. Uh, I know people can't see us, but I see your Christmas tree behind you. What are you thankful for in this season? Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I know it's a very, very cliche type of thing, but I'm I'm thankful for my family. And I'm not just talking about like my my immediate family. I'm talking about my extended like friend family and, you know, church family and just, just people that, uh, that help, you know, make my, my life better because of, uh, friendships and relationships. That's hugely important to me. Uh, same. (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, I really don't know what else to say, but same. I'm thankful that, uh, my kids are doing okay and they seem to be normal and, doing all right in school and Brock was just in a production at his university and had a big, big part just tried out for pride and the prejudice. So we'll see if he gets a part in that. And then, uh, that's what's going on with us. Randy, what do you think? Same for us. Same for us. You know, the kids are doing great in school and, uh, thinking about colleges and, and, uh, you know, we're finishing a project at the house, which is great. Um, so getting ready to, move back into our bedroom. We've been sleeping in the dining room for six months. So we're excited to be able to move back into the bedroom area with it completely remodeled and redone. So uh, we're, we're excited about that. we got a lot of good stuff happening. Uh, I, of course, taking the Magic Kingdom by default since Stephanie is not here. So we're going to play it this way. And uh, we're going to start. Let's start with the Animal Kingdom. We don't usually do that, Randy. We're going to start in the Animal Kingdom. If you are taking your family to the Animal Kingdom, first of all, the first question we're going to ask 
And maybe we'll go around first and we'll just ask each person the question first. And this is kind of a dumb question right now, honestly, because there's not a lot of options right now for character dining. But if you're a family and you go to Disney World, you want to at least have one character dining experience, probably. And, you know, it's a little pricey, but most people want to do it once. Scratch the itch once. So if you choose to do that at Animal Kingdom, where are you going, Randy? <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm going to the Tusker House, the only one there is, and uh, and enjoying it. I, you know, I would go for uh, for breakfast and enjoy, um, you know, Donald Duck and Mickey and and you know their friends as you uh, go and get the traditional breakfast foods: the great soggy bacon and the uh, Mickey waffles. You, you got to be a pro and you got to ask for crispy bacon. You got to be a pro, but you know, it, it, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Th- there's really not a lot of options there at, at animal kingdom. And even when, uh, all the restaurants were at full strength, there weren't a lot of options there at, uh, animal kingdom. You could of course add breakfast to at T-Rex or the, at the breakfast to at that restaurant. So let's go to DHS. What do we think is the best character dining experience at DHS? Well, I, I, I honestly feel a little weird giving my answer after last week's podcast. <laughs> we were telling people to go there after The Little Mermaid. Um, is uh, Hollywood and Vine uh, would be the only option. Um, I, I will say, though, um, right now, uh, you know, people don't tend to rave about the food there, but... Um, I've heard that whenever they went to the family style, it was you know a little bit better. I didn't personally try it because uh, it's not one of our favorite places. But um, right now, the character that's there, there's really only one, and it's Minnie Mouse, which is unusual. So if you're looking for Minnie Mouse, it would be a pretty good option. Um, so that's that's the only option at, at DHS right now. Yeah, and that I expect that to change really soon. Um, and, and that's really been the only character dining experience there for a while is is Hollywood and Vine. And they had such odd characters there in the mornings. I mean it wasn't odd. It was the it was the Disney television stuff. The, yeah, Disney, the Disney Junior. Junior. Yeah. Yeah. And so you would get those characters there in the mornings. Well I'll say that well I, let me just add that, you know, we're talking about um places to eat with kids. And of course we have kids of all different ages. But when my kids were that age, the Disney Junior age, and they wanted to go see, I don't know, you know, Dr. Stephens was after their time, but JoJo, right? They wanted to go see JoJo. That was the way to do it. And I got, you know, the three or four, two or three or four, however many there were characters that we would have had to wait 30 minutes each. And my kids definitely wanted to see him. We got to knock them out at the restaurant, and there would be this little dance period where they got to dance with the characters. And, you know, I think for a five-year-old, that's, that's pretty good. So while I don't love the restaurant for me and for my teenage girls, there was a time where it was one of the highlights of the trip. I will say that is exactly why I couldn't stand Hollywood and Vine is because they always had my kids up dancing, and they wouldn't eat. And we'd be there for an hour and a half, two hours, and I was ready to get out of Hollywood and All right, but 
some of these, some of the characters there at Hollywood and Vine in the old days, they had some great character. I mean, like just some weird, like, I mean, I can't think of any right off the top of my head, but like, I mean, they had Handy Manny and they had Jake uh, and the Everland Pirate. Yeah, they had Handy Manny forever. And they had JoJo and Goliath. And they had two of the little Einsteins for a while. Um, right. But they were favorites. They were favorites of yeah, my kids, little Einsteins. Yeah. Well, and then they went to having the big five at night. Um, and that kind of, but they had different um, attire on. Anyways, we digress. So now we go to the character dining in the Magic Kingdom where we actually do have, quote unquote, an option. Uh, so I'm going to say, if, if because I'm more conscientious of my wallet, I am going to say that Crystal Palace is still the best place to eat for a family, for a character dining experience. Um, you're going to get the Pooh characters there. You're going to knock... Um, those out right now, and I'm not exactly sure which exact ones are there at this exact moment, but I'm going to say that's your character option there at the Magic Kingdom. It, it's the same one. It's Winnie the Pooh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet. Uh, sometimes when a cast member calls out, that rabbit will appear if uh, if a cast member calls out and, and Eeyore's not available, or, or I have seen rabbit in Crystal Palace before. And what I'm what the the reason I'm being hesitant is just because the fluidity of the situation and knowing that um, that you know we we've looked up our we've done our research but I just you just never know like tomorrow they could have characters back at certain restaurants and and so forth so that's why I'm being a well, little hesitant. you know we we should say that at the beginning that's always the case. You know, yeah. I would never promise your kid you're gonna get to see Piglet, and Piglet's your favorite um, because we never know. You know, so you kind of temper the expectations, but hopefully, generally, Piglet's there. Yeah, and and whenever it comes to the Magic Kingdom, I mean, you you mentioned you're being conscientious of your wallet, but you're also being conscientious of the fact that Crystal Palace is a whole lot easier to get into than. Cinderella's Royal Table, which is just sometimes daunting to find a reservation for. So, and I will say we we did Crystal Palace maybe a year ago, and um, we went at it was near the evening. You know, it was in the evening, maybe eight o'clock. We hadn't had dinner yet, didn't have reservations. We did the last minute uh, booking option on the on the app, and they had Crystal Palace available, and so we grabbed it. Went in. We were one of the last families in, and had one of the best meals of our trip. Uh, it was so good. We booked Crystal Palace for the following trip as well, and uh, had a great experience both times. So I, I will say, I, I've I really have liked their food. I feel like the food's actually gotten better through COVID. Um, so we, we've had a great experience there recently. All right. Well, that's 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 our first roundup. We can't forget Epcot. So we. None of our ladies aren't here yet, so we're going to go ahead and answer for them on Epcot. Uh, as of this recording, we have found out that Akershus is back in business, so we do have an option here. And I think it's a good option uh, because you can get several of the princesses at one stop at Akershus, which is in the Norway Pavilion, or as some would call it now, the uh, Frozen Pavilion. It's over there, and uh, you can meet all those princesses. The other option is Garden Grill, which we talked about 
for several years, for 10 years on our program, as being a sneaky, good option in Epcot. Um, it's more of a family-style restaurant. It reminds me a lot of Liberty Tree, if Liberty Tree was revolving and uh, around a, a ride. You also have characters like Chip and Dale, Mickey and Pluto. And so that's been a really good option for people over the years. I would even say Garden Grill is one of the best restaurants at Epcot. And so I would definitely put it as my choice. Although, if you've got a little girl, it's going to be really hard to beat Akershus. Here's the difference. <clears throat> Every restaurant at Disney is going to have the same options for kids. You're going to have your pizza. You're going to have your hamburger. You're going to have your grilled cheese or whatever. Chicken but for tenders. adults, yeah, chicken tenders for sure. But the adult menu is going to vary. So if we're talking about restaurants for kids or families, remember the, the Akershus menu is going to be a little different. Uh, it's going to feature Norwegian food. And there is really good stuff there. But if you don't have little girls who love princesses, Actress may not be the restaurant for you. Garden Grill is a much safer Brett, bet, Brett. Garden Grill is a much safer Brett than, uh, than Actress as far as your food quality goes. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kevin Hackett? Yeah, I mean, definitely, because <laughs> with, I mean, you're going to get fish and cheese a lot at Actress, and you're going to get more. Like you said, home cooked, home, home style food at Garden Grill. So I would agree it's much safer. I will say at um, at Akershus we've got a variety of princesses, and I I have found you really have no guarantee um, of what you're going to get. So you may get, um, you know, you may get Ariel, you may not. You may get a Cinderella, you may not. Like, like, you know, there, you're probably going to get at least four princesses. I would say I've been there with, you know, I think seven princesses, like it could be a lot, but you don't know who it's going to be. It may be Pocahontas and Mulan, and it may be some of your lesser known princesses. Uh, you're, you know, you may be less likely to get, um, you know, some of your top stars. Yeah, the, the, the one that I would say the rarest character that has ever appeared at Akershus is Esmeralda from Hunchback of Notre Dame. Not even a princess, but Esmeralda has been there from time to time, especially when they're training, said Esmeralda, to be out and about for a special event. She will sometimes appear there. All right, so we're going to run back around our restaurants here. And now we've gone through the character restaurants, and that's kind of a dicey situation. What we're more solid on right now are the counter service restaurants because most of your counter service restaurants are open now at full steam. They're just like they used to be. And we're going to tell you the ones that we think you should take kids to. Um, we're going to start in the animal kingdom and we'll roll from there. Well, I mean, you can think you got some good choices, some decent choices in animal kingdom, but um, for our family, um, if we're going to do, Quick service, we'll frequently do a pizza, uh, pizza safari. And uh, I know that may be a little boring uh, for some folks uh, to just order pizza when you're at Disney. But I think in general, kids are going to like it. It's pizza. Um, but I will add that we've had a really good experience with pizza safari in regards to dietary stuff. Um, 
They have a gluten-free crust if you need that. They also have the dairy-free cheese. So frequently, my daughter, who's dairy-free, she'll just eat the pizza without the cheese. Um, but when you're talking about a pepperoni pizza, that's dough, a little red sauce, and some pepperonis. It's not a whole lot. And so by adding the, the cheese, uh, the, the dairy-free cheese for her, um, that's a special treat that she doesn't get at most pizza restaurants. So we really appreciate that. And so it suits well for our family. And that's why I'm going with Pizza Safari. Which is ironic because that's the second time in a row, second go through in a row, we've mentioned a restaurant that we were trashing last week uh, because I was making fun of Pizza Safari and how greasy uh, the pizza can be. I, I, I would... I kind of would push back on this one a little bit. And I, I would say I think the Santuli Cafe is the place to go for families over there in Pandora. But we each have our own opinions, right? Pizza is pizza and hot dog bites are hot dog bites. It's Santuli Inn. So uh, take that for what it's worth. Kevin, any thoughts on that selection from Randall? Yeah, no, you know, I personally, we're not, <laughs> we're not Pizza Fari fans uh, so much. But at the end of the day, when, I, when you when you talk about for families, I mean, pizza is always going to be a, a safe bet with most kids. Um, I do think that there are some good options at Satuli Canteen with uh, with like you said that that crescent roll that's wrapped around a hot dog. Um, they've got those fun little cheeseburger pods that you know maybe someone might enjoy. But uh, yeah, I, I don't I don't hate the I don't hate that selection at all. All right, so now we're going to go over to DHS and we're going to talk about what's the best quick service for kids there at DHS. You know, there there are quite a few options here for for quick service, but my definitely my choice would be the Backlot Express. Uh, it's over there, kind of in between Indiana Jones and Star Tours, um, and it's it's kind of a neat place. You know, it's got kind of a an airplane movie prop type uh, atmosphere, and uh, they've got lots and lots of seating. It's one of the things I love about it. You'll almost always be able to find a seat there. Um, but they, you know, they've got your regular American fare with with cheeseburgers and chicken nuggets, and you know, they've even got you know chicken salad. They've got um, a Cuban sandwich, which is kind of unique. Um, but you know. They've got your normal stuff that you would expect to get at a quick service restaurant that's basic American fare. And it's and it's good. And it's you, you know what you're going to get and you know you're going to be able to find a seat, which, to be quite honest, whenever it comes to some of these uh, quick service places, finding a place that your whole family can sit down and eat, that's a, that's a win. Yeah, that's one of the major reasons I would cast my lot with Backlot Express. I. The, and you can eat indoor or outdoor. They've got plenty of seating indoor and outdoor. And I, I, the food there has always been good to us. And uh, DHS is notorious for not having the best food fare. But their their quick service restaurants are not bad. They, they actually have several options there as far as the quick service op, uh, options go. All right. Uh, you're going to mark that we're going to go now to Magic Kingdom. I got confused there for a second. We're going to go to Magic Kingdom, and we're going to talk about what we think is the best quick service restaurant for families. And this may surprise you, uh, and I may get pushed back on this one. I know Charity likes her little 
star rays, whatever, uh, restaurant. Um, I, Cosmic, Cosmic rays. rays. Okay. I said <laughs> star rays. I thought, I thought the starlight band, I don't know why I thought that. And I said, I like messing up on the podcast. It's a secret joy. Of mine. All right. So, uh, Cosmic rays. Yes, of course. And, uh, Cosmic Rays is not my choice. And my choice is also not Pecos Bills. My choice for best quick service restaurant for kids at Disney World is Pinocchio's Village House. And the reason it's Pinocchio's Village House is it's because in the middle of the action and there's a lot of different options for kids. And here's a little tip for you. You can sit right next to the glass at It's a Small World and watch the boats go by and you've got dinner and a show. So you can just watch people get on. It's a small world over there by the glass. And uh, you may want to bring some Windex with you and clean the glass. But other than that, uh, it's a, it's a very fun place to sit over there and enjoy your village house. Thoughts on that. Uh, I'll pause right quick to tell you that charity has joined the podcast. So charity say hello to everybody. Hello to everybody. Yeah, so finally, we're not uh, just an all-male uh, podcast tonight. We're glad Charity's here, and we'll get back to comments on... Charity, you can be the first to comment on the selection of Village House for best quick service at Magic Kingdom. Yeah, I think that's a great selection. We love the food, and yeah, if you happen to be able to snag one of those tables uh, and, and watch the ride, it, it, it's a good entertainment. I like it. Randy? I agree. I think that it's uh, I think it's a good choice. I mean, it's not, you know, we don't go there every trip, but uh, I think for, for, for kids, it, it is in the middle of the action. And uh, yeah, I'm for it. I think it's good. Well, with it, with it being in Fantasyland, it tends to be uh, pretty crowded in there. That's my only concern is that it is difficult to find a seat in there many, many times. But if you're patient, and just kind of, you know, if, especially if you're with your family, you can be like, all right, you stand over here, you stand over here, and someone can kind of eye out a space. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, you've got a lot of Italian food, and most of it's pasta and stuff, and kids love that kind of stuff. So there, I, I really like the selection. My only concern is seating. Yeah, and if you can't get snag one of those, it's a small world, it's a small world seat. Snag a balcony seat. Sit out there and overlook Overlook Fantasyland. You, so a lot of people don't know you can do that. You can sit out there on the, the front porch up on the second le level up there. And you can see for a good distance, kind of a fun seating experience. All right. So now we're going to go to Charity. Charity, who who comes into this, uh, comes into this unknowing what we're going to ask her. But I, th I think she's ready now. Best quick service restaurant for families at Epcot. Um, well, I... I'm a little partial, I would say. Um, but I think the Regal Eagle is great. And here's why. Um, not only is it the only quick service restaurant in Epcot that has any character theming to it, because it has the Muppets theming to it, um, but it also has food that the kids are probably used to. Uh, you know, cheeseburgers, barbecue, good stuff. Um, but also... You know, to Kevin's point, there's plenty of space. It's a nice, cool, you know, restaurant to just go have a seat, enjoy. You can also choose to sit outside if the weather's really nice. Um, there is outdoor seating there as well. 
Um, but it, it's, it's got a lot of space. You can go up and, uh, you, you know, my favorite part is getting to customize meals a little bit. You can try all four barbecue sauces. Um, but it's, it's just, it's a nice, calm environment that has Muppet theming. And to me, you can't get any better than that. Where is it located in the Epcot? It is in the American Adventure Pavilion. Well, we, when we were talking about our selections for Epcot before you got here, Charity, we all knew that you were going to select this one. We thought if Charity comes on here, she's going to take this one. We gave another candidate, and I bet you can guess what we thought was the only candidate that would stand up against Regal Eagle. We, we all three agreed Sunshine Seasons was probably the only contender to the Regal Eagle. And if you've never been to Sunshine Seasons, you've never been uh, in the near the Soarin' and Living in the Land exhibits because it's the restaurant that's pretty much the only other thing in there on that first floor. I mean, there are other things there, but uh, functioning and uh, functioning well, the Sunshine Seasons restaurant is there on the first floor. Doesn't look like much of a restaurant. Looks like it's just kind of a bunch of booths that are that are in between two attractions. But it does have probably the largest selection of any quick service restaurant in all of Walt Disney World. So yeah. and a lot of healthy options there if that's your if that's your bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know that that's the same things I was thinking about. It's um, a great selection. And yeah, it, it does have it does have some healthier choices. In fact, Many, 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 many moons ago, I did uh, I did get to work there and mix up some salads when I was there. So that was uh, that was a fun thing. And yeah, our family is eating there. It's that is another good choice. All right, our we're going to move on to our final category, which is an unusually defined category. Basically, we're taking the restaurant that's not character dining and not quick service and we're picking the one best restaurant for families that's not character dining and that's not quick service so this is a sit down restaurant a standard sit down restaurant so that's what we're going to pick for each of these we're going to once again start with animal kingdom and randy fire away your selection for restaurant you think's best for families i mean every time we're going there i mean i think i think every time we go to the animal kingdom we eat at yak and yeti it is our jam. Uh, it is delicious. It has a larger menu than most Disney restaurants. Um, the decor is fun and and interesting. And you know, especially when the kids were younger, we would order our food and then we would take the long route to the bathroom, kind of walking and looking at different things that are around the restaurant, uh, which gave us something to do while we're waiting on our food. Um, but it's it's a lot of fun. If you get uh, a seat near the window, you can look out over uh, Animal Kingdom and watch the the traffic uh, go by. And we've we've always had a great experience. Big fan of Yak and Yeti. And pro tip: if you it's actually not um, owned and run by Disney, it's actually run by another group. And uh, so you can and it slipped my mind who it, Landry's Landry's is who runs it. And if you are a Landry's member, then you get uh, to go in with your uh, table of four. You're the next table seated. Um, that's true if you're a table of six as well or two. But, you know, quick, you know you, the quickest you can get in is if you're a table of two or two or four. And uh, 
in theory, you actually go in ahead of people who have reservations. Um, I, I had a reservation one time and hand to Landry's card. And I told them I had both and I asked them which one was better. And they said the Landry's card was better. So you can get your Landry's card by going on their website and signing up. And it's uh, a cheap, easy way to be at the front of the line. All right. Well, that is our selection or Randy selection. Does anybody have a pushback on that one at the Animal Kingdom for a restaurant? And I, I don't. I think Yak and Yeti is probably that place. Yeah, I, I, I guess I'll be the odd man out on this one. Um, we really enjoy Tiffin's. As a family, we love going in there and just getting to see all the decor. It's a fun place to act like we're fancy. You guys know I love the um, the sweet tea there. How you know it's a separate little uh, little pitcher to pour in, and that's really fun. But um, yeah, we love the food there. It seems to be a great way to do something that's different, but usually still has some options that we you know, are comfortable with. And, um, yeah, it's just really fun to go in there. There's so much to look at that, um, you know, it, there's never a dull period in there. We're, we're never sitting in there going like, oh, there's nothing to do. It's kind of boring while you're waiting for your food. Uh, there's just so much to look in there. The kids are like, well, how fast can we eat so we can go look at some more stuff? So, um, yeah, so I, I think that one's a really great option for families, especially if the kids are a little bit older too. Cab thoughts? Yeah, I, I would I would probably say that Yak and Yeti would be my my favorite of of the options as well. Uh, my my favorite place in Animal Kingdom is is Tusker House. That that's going to be my my pick most of the time. Uh, Tiffin's is good. It's, it's expensive. I mean, if you're if you're looking for that, it's going to be a you know, the old school dining plan, two table credits. Um, and so it's, you know, it's going to be a little bit more expensive, but I mean, I can't argue with it being good food because that's definitely the case. All right, let's go over to DHS and talk about our non-character, non-quick service meal that we want there. And this one to me, it's so funny because DHS is obviously the rest or the theme park that gets hammered on its food the most. But this is a tough choice. I, I think so. I mean, I and, and here's here's to me what it comes down to. It comes down to two different things. And and one of them is going to be just the menu itself. Um, I think the menu itself is going to be better over at Sci-Fi Dine-In. I really like the Sci-Fi. I, I think that, you know, their burgers are good. And I think that they've got those milkshakes that are fantastic. Um, but my concern for families over there is the, I mean, you're, you're watching old sci-fi movies and it can be pretty scary for some kids with, you know, giant spiders walking across the screen and, you know, like, like giant Bigfoots, you know, chasing after people and stuff. I mean, it's just kind of, I think it can be a little bit scary inside of there. Um, the other thing that I would say about, the where just the seating arrangements is you may not get to sit next to your children or you may have to you know separate like mom and dad you know each sit on separate rows because you're sitting in the cars and uh so cutting up food or anything like that could be a little bit cumbersome in sci-fi I, I do like the the menu pretty well there um but 
my probably my favorite place is 50s prime time i really enjoy the uh just the overall experience it's you know you got your 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 server just you know giving you a hard time about what you're eating and how you're eating it and um i mean they've got great milkshakes over there too to, to be honest um but i i like the the overall experience better at 50s prime time, but I like the food selection better over at sci-fi. So um, that's my dilemma. And I'm really curious to hear what some of you might think about that. Yeah, I'll say um, 50s prime time is, I think, a, a good choice. Uh, our family, when we went, I don't know, you know, 15, 20 years ago, we did not love the idea of being chastised by our waiter. Like that did not sit well with us, um, was not terribly enjoyable. I, I don't know if we softened or if maybe they softened uh, in the last uh, period of time, but um, now it's far more enjoyable. Um, our girls, I think, I think they tease a little less, the, uh, the servers tease a little less. And the, our girls, especially when they were 13, 14, 15, the idea of someone else putting us in our place uh, in front of them was just fantastic. And that made their day that that would happen. So um, that was fun. The, uh, you know, the milkshakes are great. Again, our dairy-free daughter, she can have milkshakes there. Um, so that's special. Um, the food is good. And I'll say, it, I think it's a little cheaper than a lot of the, the table service restaurants. Yeah, I no, I agree with all of that. I would say... Um... I love 50s primetime, except for for how tight it feels. Um, it just, anytime we go in there, it always feels really cramped. Um, and that's kind of a detractor that makes us not love it there so much. Um, but I, I think for everything else, it's a great, great place. If you don't, uh, if you don't mind the, you know, the old white or old black and white, you know, B-rated movies, um, then I think that uh, sci-fi is awesome. I mean, it's really unique. You can't find anything like that anywhere else. So I think they're both really fun, but um, I think I, I do like I do like uh, 50s primetime a little bit better. All right. We're going to get... This is going to be a complete... Time. Well, let me add one more thing. Oh, Todd, let me add one more thing. Sorry. Because I always do the podcast by myself in a room by myself, but tonight I've got I've got my wife, I've got one of my girls in here criticizing my comments that I said that they liked uh, uh, they liked parents being put in their place when they were thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. They say they were nine and ten years old when they liked that. So I need to correct that, otherwise it's going to come back to me. Okay. Well, there's that. So I will say that I, I, I've got three kids, right? Three boys. I've got one boy that's a little squeamish sometimes. So the big tarantula and the Frankenstein and the kind of goofy sci-fi monsters. And you know what we're talking about, like, like the B-movie drive-in monsters, because this sci-fi dine-in is a drive-in movie place and you sit in cars. But were my oldest kid and my youngest kid sitting in a car while you're eating trumps watching large spiders. And the menu is so Americana at 
uh, 50s primed or at Sci-Fi Dine-In. Both, both are Americana. But with Sci-Fi, it's more of your just your trash kind of burgers, your throwaway, you know, wings. I mean, it's that kind of food. And so I would say that we would suggest Sci-Fi. And the main reason I would suggest Sci-Fi is just for the experience. Like Charity said, you will never eat in a restaurant anything like this in the world. If you go to Pittsburgh, two out of every three restaurants you eat at is going to be like 50s primetime cafe. Um, but this this here in, in this here is unique. So I would suggest sci-fi. What's very interesting to me is that nobody suggested Mama Melrose. It didn't even come up. And for years, that's probably the go-to restaurant at BHS, but maybe not for families. Maybe maybe Godfather style dining isn't what we're going to suggest. All right, and let's go to the Magic Kingdom where we have a lot of options of places to eat that are not character dining for the best non-character meal slash counter service place to eat at Magic Kingdom. We're going to go with Be Our Guest. I'm going to go with Be Our Guest because I can't imagine a little girl wanting to eat anywhere else there. I mean, Cinderella's Royal Table. But for this category, obviously, it would be Be Our Guest in my mind because of the unique atmosphere a beast walks through, you have some good dining options, and it's a good family restaurant. I mean, there's stuff to look at. Your little boys will like looking at the mysterious dark room and looking at the thunderclaps and that stuff. And then you'll they'll be staring at the beast picture in the corner. There's some really neat stuff here. Good restaurant. And that would be my pick. Now, I will say this was a hard one because there are several other choices here. What would what do you guys think on this one? Is be our guest the best family restaurant in Magic Kingdom? Randy, I think it's good. I, I think I, I think it's a good, a good choice. And I think some people would say it's a character meal because you because the beast walks by, walks through the room. But it's not a character meal the way the others are. So um, I, I think it's a I think it's a good choice. Uh, we were there again, you know, maybe I don't know four months ago, six months ago, and the food was as good as ever, and uh, had a good waiter experience there, which was great. Um, and I think the 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 reservation is pretty difficult to get still. So that'll be something that you'll want to be on it and get it as fast as you can because it'll be a tough one. Yeah, I I, I think it's a great choice. I, I definitely think it's the best themed restaurant, um, maybe in all of Magic Kingdom. Um, very very well themed, and the food's great. And my I mean my only suggestion would be to. Uh, Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Let me ask this. If you if it was easy to get a reservation and you could do either one just as easily, would you rather do Cinderella's Royal Table or would you rather do Be Our Guest? I, I'm going with Cinderella's Royal Table. And, and here's too. why. I don't think there is anything like getting to go into the castle and eat and dine inside the castle um, I honestly, I think the food is, is fine. I know, I know some, some people say that the food isn't great there. I, I think the food is fine. Um, you know, the boys get the sword, the girls get the, you know, the, the crown and everything. Like it's a, it's just, it's not a crown. What do they get? What do the girls get? It's not a crown. They get a magic wand. That's what it is. And, um, why would a girl get a crown? That's, that's really dumb. Why would I say that? Anyway, <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I'm still going to Cinderella's Royal Table. I think that's that would be my pick, although I really think that Be Our Guest is a great restaurant. So the reason we're not picking Royal Table is just because it, it has more of a character creep because you get to meet Cinderella downstairs. So Yeah, so um, oddly enough, I guess my kids must have watched a YouTube video or something recently because they droned on for about 20 minutes about all the different rooms and all the different details in Be Our Guest. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, everything about Be Our Guest, yes, it's it, the whole ambiance, all the details, all the, the little things. Like you said, the lightning clap, look at the photo, or the portrait, um, all of that, yes. Uh, the only thing, um, the only thing that maybe doesn't take it to, like, you know, an A plus, is just because they've changed the menu and they went this stronger French influence on the menu. I, I don't know that everybody's going to love it. You know, yes, they have really good kid options for little kids, but once your kids hit that, you know, uh, oh, that tween marker where they start ordering off an adult menu, they're still kids. They don't necessarily have an adult palate. And um, I would say that the menu is a little bit more limited there than it is at a lot of the different restaurants. So, you know, if that's the case, then maybe like a Liberty Tree would be a better choice. Um, if you have some limited palates or, or you know that, you're really depending on that being a big meal for the day and you really don't plan on eating, you know, a lot more big items throughout the day. Um, that would be my only caution is just make sure you check out the menu first. But other than that, everything about that restaurant is amazing. Yeah. And Liberty Tree would be my second choice only because it, it's safe and it's in a great location. I love eating there. You can look out and see the Haunted Mansion. Although the glass windows there are uh, are, are really thick and uh, like iced, so you can't really see through them very well. But you you are in the proximity of the Haunted Mansion, which is cool to me. And you get to walk around. And I do like the theming, the 1776 type theming there at, uh, at Liberty Square is kind of fun. And it's Thanksgiving type food. Hard to go wrong with that. Mashed potatoes, lots of macaroni and cheese for the little ones. And uh, and helping upon helping of said foods. So uh, that's the Magic Kingdom. We're going to end up in Epcot. And this would probably be a tough one because Epcot has got uh, more restaurants than any of the other parks of this nature. And we're going to see what Charity says. Charity, our resident Epcot guru. What do you think, Charity? Oh, this is so hard. There are so many good places to eat. Um, gosh, to pick the best one for kids that's non-character. Um, all right. I, there are so many good choices. Um, I'm going to say that for something that's different, something that you don't normally go to, um, the... Rose and Crown is great for us. You know, you have different seating areas. You have 
uh, cast members that the kids actually understand what they're saying, but it still sounds cool because they have an accent. Uh, the food items are, you know, things that the kids are familiar with, but at the same time, it's different because it's not your regular fish and french fries. It's fish and chips. Oh, that makes it different. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I, I would say for us, and, and the desserts there have always been really good. They've been things that the kids have loved. Um, it's a good location. It's nice because, you know, you're right there with, you know, Mary Poppins and Alice are across the street. And, um, yeah, it's, it's just a nice atmosphere all around. But, gosh, it's so hard because if your kids are into any cuisine or any culture at all, there's a good option for you there. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Todd? Oh, I, well, for me, I love Rosie Crown. I, I'm not sure my kids love it as much. Um, I, I, you know, my kids would, would say St. Angel Inn, and I wouldn't, you know, I'm not going to recommend that, though, because I don't think that's a good answer for average family. I think my family likes that because half the restaurants here in our town are Mexican, and we eat it two out of three meals, it feels like. So going down there, and they just like it because you can sit on the water and watch the ride go by. I, I and we bag on beer garden a lot, but I actually think it's a good restaurant for families because that tuba show and the bell show. And if you catch it at the right time, there's entertainment. It's a really cool area of the park and it's just a neat restaurant. You, there's plenty of stuff to look at. The menu is good for kids. I don't think you can go wrong with beer garden. Now adults may not love beer garden, but I think it's more of a family restaurant than than even Rose and Crown. Yeah, my, I, I like Rose and Crown. I think it's great. My daughters aren't fish kids. They don't love the fish. And so that, that knocks it out for us. And even though we, we have this in our town, they would, as kids, they like the hibachi grill. Like the idea of that and them cooking it right in front of you and all of that again is it super disney no we've got them you know a mile from our house there's one but it still is special and i think for them they liked that as a kid too you know rose and crown doesn't just serve fish and chips right they've got a pub burger it's called the welsh burger that's there that's pretty massive and they have steak and they have <laughs> beef potato pie anyways all right kevin yeah i I, I like Rosen Ground. I think it's a great restaurant. Um, but for families, I would uh, I would definitely go to Beer Garden. I, I think that it's the show. The, the show wins for me. The only other thing that I think would be a weird a weird little um, sleeper here might be the Coral Reef. Um, not because the food's very good. Um, but just because you get to sit in front of a massive aquarium and I remember being a small child going to that restaurant and sitting and eating in a restaurant with a massive aquarium. Um, and it was amazing. However, I just don't think that the food's probably what you're, I mean, they, they don't have the best food selection. So that's my, my biggest issue with that. But, um, 
yeah. That, that there are so many options at Epcot. I it's going to be hard to go wrong. You can have a table service. You can have a table service menu or meal every day of the week at Epcot and still have lots of restaurants left over. And that's not the case at these other parks. So it is a much harder park to choose from. Well, and I'll say about about Coral Reef, we've been going to Disney for, you know, for all my life. And I have never eaten at Coral Reef. There has never been a time that I thought, this is the year we do it. We're going to go to Coral Reef, mainly because we've got one of those restaurants here in our uh, just an hour north of us. And I just thought, you know, there's nothing. Re- I never hear anything good about it. Why would I try it? Why would I go there when there's so many other restaurants to try? Charity? Yeah, no, I, I was going to mention the same. You know, I in Nashville, you've got the aquarium restaurant. So they kind of do that. You're, you know, you're familiar with that. Um, I have eaten at Coral Reef and I did really enjoy it a long time ago it it, you know it's gone and come and gone and come and I I think I think they're on the way up again um but one thing that I thought was interesting none of us mentioned space 220 so I, I I haven't been there yet myself so I haven't I can't speak to it with with firsthand experience have 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 you got any reports charity um, yeah, so I, I mean, I, I did eat there in May. Um, it was not necessarily a, a restaurant I honestly have to go back to. Um, but, I, but I also don't think it's something that my kids have to experience. And if they don't, you know, I'll, I'll be disappointed for them. I, I, I don't know. Not, not to give a bad opinion, but I, I think it's a little overrated. Okay. Well, that's interesting. That, that'll that save me some stress of trying to book it as a restaurant here in the future. So right now it's the flavor of the month at Walt Disney World, apparently. And so everybody wants to eat there. All right. Well, I hope you made it through this podcast where we talked about all of these different options. Uh, of course, there are other restaurants that we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about the resorts. We didn't talk about uh, Disney Springs. So maybe in another episode, we'll go back and hit those places because this episode has ran long already. So we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. You're never too old to wish upon a star.